What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 113 of the Tatiana Harness podcast. Today, I have a special guest here with me. I have Kendall, who's on the other side. Kendall, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, uh, my name is Kendall Bostic, and I am a center on the Illinois women's basketball team. <laughs> so, uh, Kendall, she is super awesome. She's always getting, like, a bunch of rebounds every single game. And um, <laughs> she's a really good player. She's also really nice from what I've been able to meet from her so far. So, um, the first question I have for you today is, like, what's your backstory? How have you made it to where you are today? So, I started, I started playing basketball around fourth grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, um, was awful at it at first. <laughs> um, my parents actually were like, we should find a different sport for her, but I loved it. So I stuck with it. Um, ended up actually getting really good at it in high school. Um, played AAU with, uh, my AAU coach, Tony Marlin. Uh, we were the Indiana flight thunder. So we had, um, a bunch of other college recruits on that team when I was a freshman. So, um, Emily Kaiser from Michigan, uh, Maddie Nolan from Michigan, um, Amy Dilk from Michigan, actually, Cassie Harden from Purdue, uh, Mackenzie Blazik, who I've actually played at Illinois for a couple years. So kind of got some college attention um, pretty early on. And then um, I ended up getting a bunch of offers. I ended up committing to Michigan State first. Mm -hmm. um, that was where I played my freshman season. Um, and I ended up transferring. It just wasn't what I thought it would be just, you know, with I'm a big, so they didn't really use their bigs in the way that I had originally thought. And it just kind of wasn't what I thought it would be. So um, ended up transferring to Illinois last year mm -hmm. and absolutely loved it. The education here is great. You know, the coaching staff was really great last year. And then obviously stayed this year, um, got coach Shauna Green and the staff, and it's been light years better. So it's, it's been it's been a long journey, but it's been really fun. That's awesome. Why did you end up choosing Illinois after, um, yeah, after that? Um, I ended up choosing Illinois just because um, one reason was the academics. Um, I am studying speech and hearing science, and Illinois has a really, really great undergraduate program for that. And there were a lot of master's degrees that I could kind of pursue here. Um, and I also just kind of wanted to be a little bit closer to home. Uh, Michigan State was about, like, right at four hours. Um, so it was a little too far for my parents to drive, mm -hmm. um, kind of to and from in one day. So being in Illinois, I'm only two hours from home, which is super nice. Um, but yeah, it was really academics and just basketball. Like I knew the coaching staff really well, um, like from the recruitment process. So yeah. I kind of knew what I was getting into here. And so having that familiarity was super nice because I'm like, I know how they're going to use me, yada, yada, yada. Um, mm -hmm. But it was really just kind of how they use their bigs and academics for me. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. So, um, who's a person uh, that motivates and, ins and inspires you? Like, do you have somebody, if not just one? <laughs> um, I would definitely say my parents. I know it's probably a pretty cliche answer, but <laughs> definitely my parents. You know, my mom, um, she played at IU um, when okay. she was in college, so kind of having her to, you know, ask questions of and kind of get her opinion on some things. And then my dad actually played basketball at Manchester, which is a school in um in indiana so he they both play college basketball so kind of get the best of both worlds there like they can kind of pop in and give advice and just kind of help me along with the process and just everything they've done for me um you know traveling for aau was not easy um, <laughs> yeah i'm away from home a lot of money in the summers so you know they put and it's, even for my brother who plays aau they travel anywhere and everywhere for both of us um and they put a lot of money into me so <laughs> 
um, just really thankful for them and just really blessed to have them as my parents. That's awesome. I can kind of relate to that as well because I also play like AAU and club and so my parents um, is crazy this last summer. They traveled like to California on a weekly basis to take me over there and then also like Nevada too. So it was insane. They do a lot. (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy. Like especially now with AAU, like people are traveling like further and further. Like kind of like my last year was kind of when people started going like really far. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, I'm from Kokomo, Indiana. So like you know, we were in Westfield, Indianapolis, some Ohio, some Chicago. Like, we never went. Like, the farthest I went, I think, was Kansas, mm. I think. Yeah. But, like, now, like, looking at kids, they're going from, like, you know, New York to California, New yeah. York to Oregon, Oregon to Maine. Like, it's it's crazy. Yeah, it is pretty crazy. And it's just crazy how much, like, these circuits, too. Like, um, the Nike circuit is, like, everywhere across the map. Oh, and yeah. the Adidas circuit, too. So, it's pretty oh, yeah. insane. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so another question I have for you is how do you maintain good grades when you're always like playing, practicing and traveling to somewhere new? Yeah. So that's a question I get a lot. (laughs) So we have, like, I really believe that like you have to try to fail when you're like in college. (laughs) Um, there's so many people that help you out with stuff. So, um, there's tutors. I had tutors my freshman year just to help with some of, um, I took a lot of math and science classes my freshman year, so I had, like, some tutors to help with those, and they're pretty awesome. Usually they're just, like, grad students or, like, older students that are really good at the subject, and they just kind of help. Um, we also have academic advisors. So um, Trey, who is our academic advisor, he actually keeps track of, like, all our grades, all our assignments, um, and we're in constant communication with him, telling him if we have an exam coming up, if, um, you know, we would got to report grades to him, and he – um, usually like sets up times for study hall on the road. So when we're like in a hotel somewhere after dinner, he'll set up about an hour and a half and he'll list all the assignments that we have to do and we'll mm-hmm. be able to like get it down study hall. But I mean, it's really, you just got to have time management. I mean, <laughs> like, you know, I have a pretty hard major speech and hearing science. Um, I know there's a couple girls in kinesiology, which is a lot of chemistry, a lot of science. Um, we have one girl, I think in community health, so there's a lot, like a lot of big majors. So yeah. just being able to really like take the time to be able to do your homework, plan your day, um, get stuff done ahead of time. That's like the biggest thing. Like I can tell any athlete is like, just get it done when you get the assignment. Cause like in two days, you're not going to want to do it. Like <laughs> I promise you, you're not going to want to do it. Um, but yeah, I would definitely say just like using your time wisely and stuff like that is probably the biggest thing for me and just enjoy like your major and it really helps if you do enjoy your major like I love speech and hearing stuff like I am just devoted to that like love reading about it watching videos about it so it makes it a lot easier for me to like do my homework like because I love what I'm doing and I like I know it's gonna help my job in the future yeah and what you're majoring in do you see yourself having like a future in that as well yeah absolutely so speech and hearing uh, I'm kind of concentrating in speech pathology right now but I'm actually applying to um the master's program here for uh, a special special education to earn my LBS, which is like a learning behavior specialist license. Mm-hmm. So I'll be able to work in like the special needs community, like at schools, be a special ed teacher and then have some of that background in speech path. If I want to like circle back and do speech path. That's so neat. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's so neat. Okay. Um, let's see what else. So Anytime, I'm kind of going back in time a little bit now when you were in high school. Um, I have two questions about it, but what was it like winning back? I think I saw that you won like back-to-back state championships, right? What was that like? 
It was, it was super awesome. You know, we kind of took that program kind of from not really getting out of sectional to like winning state championships. So my freshman year, we got to the regional championship, but we lost. Mm-hmm. And then my sophomore year, we went all the way to state, one state. And it was just, it's a really cool feeling. Um, you know, that's like, at that point in time, that was like the biggest stage like I had played on. Yeah. And so it was just really cool to have like all those people there, you know, all the media, like you're playing in Bankers Life, which is a huge, you know, arena. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to be able to do it again my junior year was, was super cool. You know, those teams, like any team in, in the state championship, is going to be a good game. So yeah. it was really competitive. And then we got bumped up a division my senior year and ended up losing in the state championship game. Which oh, my gosh. Yeah. But it, was like, it was super fun, super competitive. And so especially I think those kind of prepared me a little bit for college, just playing in that kind of that big of a game, you know, transferring to college. All, all the games are like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. How hard would – well, um, like what role did you play on the on your high school team junior year? Um, I was a center, so I was primarily inside, um, just kind of like taking on that, that leadership role a little bit. Um, you know, we obviously had another, my point guard who was, uh, who was super good too. So they kind of had, we had like a little two man punch going there and we had a lot of other players that really played their role really well. Uh, so we were able to kind of like take pick them apart my, my junior year, which was a, was a really fun year. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so cool. Unfortunately, because uh, I'm a freshman right now, and so we just lost in the Elite Eight, unfortunately. But we had a really good season. We finished 20 and 10 overall. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, it wasn't bad at all, but we weren't expected to honestly do, like, anything this year. So um, That's great. Yeah, so it was pretty neat. And we were still able to play in, like, a stadium about, like, two and a half hours away. So it was pretty cool being in that type of environment like you described. Oh, for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, my other high school question um, was, anytime you would get a letter in the mail, uh, what was that feeling like? Was like Because I saw one of your pictures on Instagram where you circled them all around you. Yep. That was a pretty cool picture. <laughs> yeah, you know, I always I always thought it was super cool to get those letters. Like, I loved getting them. And I actually have all of them saved in a couple boxes at home. Oh, I that's saved awesome. All the envelopes. Um, cause I had that vision to do the picture with that, which is one of my favorite senior pictures. Um, yeah. Before. Um, but no, it was super cool. Just kind of knowing like that all these schools like had interest in me, mm-hmm. um, and just like that I would have the opportunity to maybe like get to know a program better. But for me, it just kind of, it was one of those kind of feel good things like, Hey, like this program's really cool. And I was able to like research all the programs. So yeah, I thought it was super cool, super fun. My mom would always text me. She goes, you got mail today. Like during <laughs> class, I'd look at my phone, see an envelope on the counter. So um, it was definitely pretty cool. And just to have all of them saved is like also, I think, pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that is neat. That's so awesome. Um, in your opinion, what's the hardest part about college basketball? Um, I really think the hardest part is like taking time for yourself. I think like that's something that I just kind of learned like late last year, this year, Mm -hmm. um, you know, everyone thinks of kind of college is like a business. So like you, you're, you're going pretty much all day, every day, like your schedule is pretty much planned out for you. Um, there's an app we use called Teamworks, and it's like a cal, it's a calendar app for us athletes. And I mean, it is just, you, you have practice, you have class, you have treatment hours, you have extra workouts, you have lift. So your day is pretty much planned out for you. So okay. really trying to find time, like in the evenings and in the mornings, just to do something that you like to do is, I think, the most important thing. Because if you don't, like, 
you will be so stressed. It's insane. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I really had to like utilize some resources, um, like last year and this year, just to kind of help myself learn like how to take time for myself. Cause like, you're not going to play your best when you're stressed. You're not going to play your best. Like when you're, you got 800 other things to do, like you're going to play your best when you can get some stuff done, but also take some time to relax. Like, you know, I struggle with anxiety pretty bad. So like, mm-hmm being able to take time for myself helps with that. So I'm not, you know, worrying about that. Like during the game, I'm not having, you know, a checklist of 85 things, you know, I might have a checklist of five things and like do those things and then take a break. Like, yeah. So I think really just like taking time for yourself is what I can preach to any like young athlete, like learn that early as early as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then when you're on the court, how do you separate everything else and then basketball and focusing yeah. in on the game? Um. So we do, Coach Green is big on visualization, so we do a lot of visualization kind of in our warm-ups. Like, when we go back to the locker room for games, we'll do, like, a three-minute, like, visualization, um, Mm -hmm. like, kind of thing that one of our assistant coaches helps us with. But um, usually I just – I just kind of, like, get in the zone. I don't know. Like, I know that's kind of cliche, too, but (laughs) – um, you just kind of mentally, like, you start to, like, kind of feel like, okay, it's game time, you gotta check out, but, like, I also do some of my own, like, like, kind of meditation kind of things, like, just kind of clear everything out, like, you know, focus on the game, start thinking about, you know, the scouting report, like, our game goals, mm-hmm. like, all that stuff, and then eventually you're just kind of, in like, it. in the game, like, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's really hard to, like, like, to be checked out during the game, I think, like, so you, I'm, you know, all of us are pretty much all zoned in on the game. And then after the game, it's like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then obviously you said that you suffer from anxiety. Also, has that ever affected like your basketball games? Um, maybe a little bit um, more like it's more physically um, mm. like I would just be more tired. Like my legs wouldn't be, you know, I would feel like my legs were dead, um, <laughs> you know, migraines and stuff like that. But um, our trainer and then has been huge in helping me with that um just kind of getting my legs right getting my head right before a game so just being able and being able to learn but like sorry to be able to learn and take time um for myself has been really big in helping with that and just kind of managing my time managing you know practice and stuff like that so our our training has been really big but it's gotten better to where it really hasn't impacted basketball at all that's awesome okay now i'm going to transition a little bit more into your game so, in your opinion, obviously I spoke on rebounding a little bit earlier, but in your opinion, because I always hear, like, um, some different opinions about this, in rebounding, do you think it's more about, like, height and how tall you are, or, like, your desire and want, need to, like, get the ball? Desire and need to get the ball. I 100% <laughs> believe that. I mean, there, you know, if you look in the Big Ten, there are some really tall girls that get two and three rebounds a game. Yeah, and, that's you know, true. So, you have some guards. There's a couple, I think there's a guard on, um, you know, Caitlin Clark, for example, you mm-hmm. know, she's getting double digit rebounds. You know, you have some people, I think there's a couple guards on Nebraska that get six and seven rebounds. You had a girl from Penn state who's averaging like nine rebounds and she's their three player. So I really think it's just about like your heart, your desire, your effort. Rebounding is a hundred percent effort thing. There's definitely some skill to rebounding too, you know, being yeah. able to watch where the ball goes, be able to, kind of see the trajectory of the ball being able to like time your jump and stuff like that so I definitely think it's a want and a desire because you know I'm very undersized in the five position I'm only like six one you know mm-hmm, so I'm yeah. short compared to other fives and I'm out rebounding them so I definitely think it's just an effort thing like a want to go get the ball okay 
I like that. <laughs> um, and then also, do you, I know you're so busy, so I, it's probably hard to, but do you ever watch like the NBA or WNBA? Um, I prefer to watch college basketball. Oh. Um, the NBA, I watch the NBA sometimes. I'm a huge Clippers fan, so I love okay. watching the Clippers. But um, I love watching college, so my roommate and I will a lot of the times watch, you know, college basketball. I watched Maryland-Iowa last night, which was a crazy game. Oh, yeah. Um, watching, watching the men's game the other night. So I'm, I'm bigger on college basketball than I am professional. I agree, actually. I like watching college yes. basketball more because I feel like it's um it almost seems like everybody wants it more because you're trying oh, to like 100%. get to the next level and everything and yeah. then once you're in the NBA or WNBA it's kind of like a little bit more of like whatever but yep. <laughs> so no, yeah 100%. college is you know it's more fundamental I think it's more fun to watch um it's I think it's better basketball all around I mean obviously the NBA has some really great players like you mm-hmm. know LeBron all, Luka, all of them but I feel like team basketball is much better in college yeah I agree. And of the WNBA, um, who is your favorite player, if you have one? It can be Uh, all time, too. It doesn't have to be who plays now. I was really big um, with Elena Deladon when I was younger. I loved watching her play, just her game. You know, she was tall, so kind of having that inside game, but also having those guard-like skills, being able to, you know, shoot the three, all that stuff, so I really loved watching her and still love watching her. Mm-hmm. She's awesome. You have a, you kind of have a similar game to her, too, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Um, uh, one of my last questions is, if you could give one piece of advice to your 15-year-old self, what piece of advice would you give? Ooh. Um, try and enjoy it. It goes by so fast. Like, just being able to enjoy every little thing, enjoy the process, enjoy the three-hour practices, enjoy the hour-long practices, enjoy the off days. Just really make sure you're having fun and enjoy it. Um, you know, don't wish it away. Mm-hmm. I know it, it can get very hard at times, you know, especially in preseason when you're practicing for three hours straight and <laughs> you're about done with basketball. Um, but just definitely learn to enjoy it and have fun with it. Um, you know, I, I remember, I feel like it was two days ago, I was sitting in my dorm my freshman year, like, man, I got three years left, like, this is crazy, and now I'm sitting here getting ready to graduate, yeah. you know, this spring, so just really enjoy it, and make sure, you know, take lots of pictures, you know, <laughs> remember everything by, yeah. I mean, it's it's a fun process, you know, college basketball is something really special, I think, and just, you know, you learn so much from it, you gain a lot from it, a lot of relationships, you know, I, there's, so many coaches that, you know, still talk to me after games from recruitment. And I mean, I said, I told them no, like, yeah. So it's, it's super, it's super cool just to kind of everything that comes from being a college athlete. Yeah. That's so awesome. Still having that experience of talking to other coaches too. Yeah. It's really cool. Okay. So my last question for you, I know you have a game tonight, actually, um, I guess Nebraska and it's a home game, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. So in home games, um, do you have, or I know you said that your schedule is kind of planned out for you, but do you have like a game day preparation or like normal routine in home games? Yes. So usually what we do is we do like a team shoot around, which is about an hour, 45 minutes long. And Mm -hmm. we'll do um, some ball handling to start out and then we'll do post guard breakdown. So we'll get some guard shots and post shots, like be on different ends. And then we'll go over our um, all of our plays, and then we'll do the other team's out-of-bounds plays, okay. and then we'll do our out-of-bounds plays and sideline plays, and that's about it. So it only takes about an hour or so, 
Um, and then we go immediately from there to team meal. And then before we eat, we'll do like the scouting report. So we'll have to like tell the coaches about like who we're guarding, all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Coach Green will do a spiel like about the game plan and all that stuff. And then we'll eat. And then I um, do chapel. We have a chaplain. Um, there's about four or five of us that do chapel before every home game. So we'll go and do like a devotional kind of thing mm-hmm. um, with her. And then I usually go get changed and then I'll get treatment from our athletic trainer um, for about 30 minutes and then just kind of hang out, kind of meditate a little bit and then go out, get some shots up early, do a little more meditation out on the court yeah. and then kind of warm up. So that's usually kind of like a normal game day routine for us. Dang. So what time does that typically start at then? If your game is at like five o'clock your time, what time would you guys start at? So I think so. Usually our shoot-around is about four and a half hours before our game. So we play at 7 tonight, so our shoot-around mm-hmm. starts at 2.45. Okay. Um, and then that'll be about an hour. So we don't have a whole lot of time, but it it just kind of keeps us on a schedule so we don't have too much time to sit and, like, get tired, I guess. Yeah, so that makes usually sense. like four and a half, five hours, I would say. Okay. Yeah. Dang, that sounds like a long time, but I feel like when you're in it, it really isn't. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It, you know, it does seem like it, but once you're in there, you're just going, you know, from shoot-around yeah. to meals training to chapel everything so yeah it's not that much but yeah well that's awesome I really appreciate you coming on here with me today do you have anything else before we wrap up I don't think so thank you for having me this is awesome I was super excited to do it yeah of course I think um I love just like college basketball and I feel like and especially women's college basketball I feel like it like needs more attention and um that's something because um my goal is to play like d1 college basketball too but I also want there to be like attention when we're playing in it so um I feel like I want to try my best to do whatever I can now and then hopefully it makes a difference (laughs) awesome yeah I think it's definitely getting more attention Definitely. Um, definitely more than when I was younger. So I think we're headed in the right direction, which is good. Yeah, I agree. Well, thank you so much for joining me on today. Um, everybody who's listening, make sure you uh, follow Kendall throughout the rest of her season. Hopefully she continues it like super far. I know March is coming up, which is so exciting. <laughs> it's the best time of year. <laughs> exactly. It really is. So thank you guys all for listening in today and I'll see you guys next time. All right, everybody. So that was Kendall Bostick from the University of Illinois. She is their starting center. I hope you guys all really enjoyed that. I know I did. Kendall was super awesome. Shared a bunch of cool stuff of her high school career, college career, um, also how she got into basketball, everything like that. So I really appreciate her coming on. She was super awesome. And make sure everybody stays tuned for the upcoming podcasts. And yeah, that's about all I have for you guys today. So that wraps up episode 113 of the Tatiana Harness Podcast.